What's up, guys? We're getting into probably the most exciting podcast I've ever done. The Nats have won the World Series, and it is one of the most exciting times of my life and really exciting for the whole city of D.C., as people are calling it the District of Champions right now. If you can tell, I have a little bit of a raspy voice because I was screaming when the Nationals got big hits and eventually won the World Series. I'll get into that in a second, but I really want to just say that it was an incredible ride from 19 and 31 all the way to the World Series, and these are some things that you don't get to see a lot in your life, especially being a Washington sports fan. It's been since 1924 for a baseball team in Washington, D.C. to win a World Series, so it might not. It be, might be another 80 years, or it might be one year. You just never know, but you really got to enjoy it now. And let me get into the game real quick, and then I'll explain some Redskins stuff, some fantasy football, and that'll be the show. So, Zach Granke was on the hill versus Max Scherzer, two former Cy Young pitchers, two very good pitchers in Game 7 of the World Series. And what happened was Max Scherzer struggled every inning, went five innings, allowed two runs, get, had about 100 pitches. Zach Granke went those same five innings, gave up one hit, then went six innings, still only giving up one hit. And then in the seventh inning, he makes his pretty much only bad pitch of the game up to that point, a fat changeup straight down the middle to Anthony Rendon, the MVP in my mind, who hits into the seats, makes it 2-1, to one, and really starts a rally and gets Granky rattled. He then walks Soto, and manager A.J. Hinch takes him out of the game after only giving up two hits, two walks, and brings in Will Harris, who was good for them in the series, not great, but second pitch, Howie Kendrick hits it into right field, opposite field, and it hits the foul pole, and the Nats suddenly have the lead in the seventh inning of the World Series, have all the momentum, and end up winning the game. But after Howie Kendrick hit that home run, the game was not over. Patrick Corbin came in relief, pitched Three innings of shutout baseball, really good, really poised. His best postseason outing this postseason because this was his first ever postseason, and he did amazing. I think he was one of the heroes of the game. We get a couple insurance runs. Uh, Soto single to make it 4-2 to two in the eighth, and in the ninth, Eaton makes it 6-2, to two, pretty much puts a game on ice. And... The Nats end up winning the World Series. Max Scherzer is crying on the field. They're all jumping around like they're little kids. And Davey Martinez is making sure his heart doesn't beat too fast. But he's really excited. He's They finished the fight. Davey Martinez finished the fight. Max Scherzer finished the fight. They all finished the fight. And what a fight it was to get all the way from 1931 to World Series champions versus the most talented baseball team since the 1930s. So incredible to
to be able to win that. Steven Strasburg went 5-0 and in the postseason. He won World Series MVP. He's about to become a free agent. And that gives the question, do you sign? If, you, if the Nats have to only choose one, do you sign Rendon, who's basically been your MVP this season, a lot of clutch hitting, including Game 7, and just all around a great person and a great baseball player? Or do you sign Steven Strasburg, who is borderline Cy Young this season and had one of the greatest postseasons of any pitcher in MLB history? I personally will say Anthony Rendon because, one, he plays every day, and a starting pitcher is only one out of five days. Two, his replacement is right now either Wilmer Defoe or Adrian Sanchez at third base, which is just not good enough. Maybe as Drupal Cabrera, if you re-sign, can play third base, but just not a good replacement for Anthony Rendon. Whereas you already have Max Scherzer, you already have Patrick Corbin, Anibal Sanchez on your roster as starting pitchers. So if you lose Steven Strasburg, you can make up for it. Also, Joe Ross has come on pretty well. So you can make up for it in starting pitching, but third base, it's going to be really hard to replace unless you can get a marquee guy like Josh John Josh Donaldson in free agency. Uh, so that's me personally. Rendon is my favorite player, so I might be a little biased. Um, comment below, I guess, in, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I know they have a comment section. Who would you rather keep, Rendon or Strasburg? If you had to name this season, what would you name it as well? Would you name it the stay-in-the-fight season? Would you name it the baby shark season? Would you name it the comeback season? Just tell me below as well what you would name this season so we can remember it in history because it's a very historic season as no team has ever won the World Series being d uh, with the start the Nats had, being down 12 games under 500 through the first 50 games. The parade is tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I'm going to be there. Hundreds of thousands of others are going to be there as well. And we're going to have a really fun time. And it's, it's really a thing that unites the city, and that's what I really love about it, how everyone, even if they don't like baseball, can unite at this one thing and all be friends because in a city where... There's two sides, and there's politics and all that. Everyone can be friends, and that's what I really love about sports. So that was a great note, and as always, i got to talk about the Redskins. Well, the Redskins actually do have a high note. As I said last week, last week would be Case Keenum's last start as a Redskins starter, and sure enough, they're starting Dwayne Haskins this week versus the Buffalo Bills, who have – Actually had a pretty good start there, 5-2, and two, I believe. Lost to the Eagles last week, but they'll probably crush us. But all I want to see is a good outing by Dwayne Haskins. And if he shows another poor outing, play him again next week, play him again the week after. And if he seems like the guy, then you can keep him for next season and he can be your franchise quarterback. If he continues the way he's playing, then you have a high pick in – this draft, which is loaded with quarterbacks, and there's actually more quarterbacks appearing as well. There's Joe Burrow, there's Tua, there's Jake Fromm, there's Justin Herbert. I mean, four of the greatest quarterbacks they've we've seen in the last 10 years, and they're all in there. 
and it's very deep, very loaded with quarterbacks. So if Dwayne Haskins is overdrafted and he's not your guy, then you need to find out between now and the end of the season. Terry McLaurin, I just got his jersey, by the way, 17 might be our only bright spot this season. He might end up winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's been crazy this season. Uh, he has been really our whole offense, and no matter who's been throwing in the ball, he's been getting open. He's really hard to cover, speed, hands, really quick, and he's just a really nice draft pick. And I've not said that very much, but a really nice draft pick by the Redskins organization in the third round. And the scouting department did really well on that pick. Maybe not Haskins, maybe not Sweat, but definitely Terry McLaurin. So now some fantasy football advice, as I always do. Tennessee Titans tight end is on waivers in almost 80% of leagues, I believe. Jonu Smith, Delaney Walker is injured. Jonu Smith got 15 points in half PPR leagues last week. I had him in my roster and he's a great pickup and he seems to be utilized more than Delaney Walker and I think Ryan Tannehill really has a relationship with him already. Very athletic tight end. If you ha can, trade for Aaron Jones because that guy is absolutely insane as a receiver and a running back. He got me 42 points last week. He If you have him on your team, chances are you're one of the best in your league because he has been absolutely insane this season. And even without getting a lot of red zone touches, Jamal Williams got two touch two touches within the five last week with two touchdowns. Aaron Jones could have easily had 60 points last week. He's just that good, and Aaron Rodgers loves him in his offense. Latavius Murray, if he's on waivers, pick him up right now. He's going to get you 20-plus points this week if Alvin Kamara doesn't play in the weeks in the future. If Alvin Kamara doesn't play, you will see Latavius Murray a lot. And my last pickup, I hate to say it, but Captain Kirk Cousins is playing really well for the Vikings right now. He's got all the weapons around him. Dalvin Cook's running the ball really well. He's got Diggs. I think he gets Thielen back this week as well. So uh, he, it's just all locked and loaded for Kirk Cousins, who's throwing the ball a lot better as well. So that's all the time I have for today. And what a week, what a district, and what a team, the Nats. Goodbye. Have fun at the parade tomorrow.